there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I feel like I look a lot younger than my age. One, my skincare. Two, I've been doing Botox and fillers. I say do whatever makes you happy, and it's definitely made me happy. Mid to late 20s, early 30s is where a lot of people, they're starting to notice the lines are faintly getting etched. When patients come later in their life, Botox is not going to make it completely gone now. For so long, it's like I would always hear, especially like in the Latin culture, no, I want a woman that's natural, not fake. What does that even mean? What up, everyone? Feliz lunes. Welcome to Cheekies and Chill Podcast. I'm your host, Cheekies, and I'm so happy you're here with me today. Today, we're going to be talking about beauty, especially about some non-invasive facial procedures. So without further ado, let's get into it. This is Cheekies and Chill. Okay, so let's talk about Botox and fillers. This is something that I think used to be frowned upon, but I feel like it's becoming more and more mainstream, which I absolutely love because I love Botox. I love fillers. I love the aesthetic world. I love the beauty industry. I started getting Botox when I was 24. I feel like perhaps I didn't need it as much then, but I got it because I wanted to because my business partner, Judy, who is my business partner in Befallis Skin, she has her own aesthetic spa in Corona. And I would go see her for facials and things like that. And she's the one that suggested, she's like, you should start getting Botox to prevent. And I'm so glad she did because I feel like I look a lot younger than my age. One, my skincare. And two, I've been doing Botox and fillers for a while. Actually, Botox first. And then I started getting fillers just a couple years ago. But yeah, I love it. And I say, heck yes, do whatever makes you happy. And it's definitely made me very happy. So now that I've shared a little bit about my experience with this stuff, I want to welcome our guest, Janelle Brown. She's an aesthetic nurse practitioner based in Santa Monica. She's been in the industry since 2013, so I'm so happy she's here. Welcome, Janelle. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Of course. I went like on a whole like thing about like my Botox. I started at 24. I mean, maybe 
I didn't need it, but I feel like it's important to prevent. And also if you're like a little older and you have like superficial, like, you know, lines and stuff like that, like I'm so for Botox and filler. By the way, you guys, I wish you guys could see this woman. She's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you are very pretty. <laughs> I'm like looking at you. I'm like, look at you. Started at 24. You look amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah. It's because, you know, now I think people are more open about it, but yeah, a lot of people have questions. A lot of people, especially like in the Latin culture, I feel like they are afraid. I mean, maybe yes, because they're like, okay, how much is it going to be first of all? And then also because they've heard different things. So I just, I'm glad that you're here so we can talk about all that stuff. <laughs> yes, we can talk about all of it, anything. Okay, awesome. So first of all, tell us a little bit about how you got into the beauty industry because you did start off as a nurse, correct? Yes. So I'm a nurse practitioner and in 2013, I was just offered a job in a med spa. I was interviewing for an ER emergency room and the girl that I met said, hey, you should come to my med spa. You can inject Botox and fillers. I did not know what that was at all. I was either 24 or 25 and okay. we had just moved to LA and I was like, I don't even know what that is. Like, I can't help you. Like, I've never learned about that. I thought it was just for like people on TV and like super fancy. She's like, just come check it out. She's like, people would love this opportunity. Um, just see what it's about. So I had this like preconceived thought when I went to the clinic it was just like regular women. And then I was like hearing their stories all throughout the day about why they get stuff, how they feel more beautiful, how I, they just look normal. Like they wouldn't mm -hmm. look like, uh, you know, some people think it's going to be plastic or you're going to look fake. And I didn't experience that at all. So I was like, oh, this is pretty neat. And people are happy to be here. And so, yeah, I took the job. I learned, they taught me a lot. And then I, you know, I've been doing this now for nine years. I just continued to like learn as I'm going through it. Yeah, it's because the beauty industry is just, I feel like, so fulfilling. Like, it, it just makes you happy, like, to make other people happy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, it's very different. But I had, like, a blow-dry bar. It's called Blow Me Dry. And I did makeup and blow-dries and all kinds of stuff. It was just beautifying yourself. And it just, the people, like, women, even men, would walk in there and get their haircuts and their hair blow-dried and their makeup done. And it's just, like, they walked in one person and walked out another person. And I feel like yes. this is why I love the beauty industry so much. I love the aesthetic world. So it's because of that, because you just feel more confident. You just, yes. and then let's be honest in the society that we live in, there's so much pressure subconsciously or consciously on social media where you're like, I should look like that, blah, blah, blah. So when you do a little something for yourself like that, you just feel like, huh, okay, my smile changes a little bit, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I my patients tell me they just feel refreshed. They feel rested. They don't have to like put as much makeup like they're like I can get ready quicker just little things like people don't know what I did but they're like you look good yeah that's the word refreshed have you gotten any Botox yourself or like um oh, fillers and yeah. stuff I've done my whole face and uh, yeah. every time I like post about what I've done on social media like TikTok and things like people just want to see more those yeah those ones go viral I think probably <laughs> the biggest thing is like my under eye filler oh that's so, my favorite I've done, I've yeah. done everything. I've done eyes, cheeks, temples, chin. I just started my cheeks because again, you guys, I am maturing. <laughs> I started doing my cheeks like right, like by the eye area and it just lifts everything up. I don't know what it's called exactly, but like the needle goes straight in. I feel like it doesn't hurt that bad to be honest. I feel like, I don't know, but I've done that. I just started doing that. And then now I'm doing, I grind my teeth. So they're doing this. What is this called? So we do masseters. So our there jaw muscles. Masseters. 
mm-hmm. to like relax the muscles. So it helps with clenching and headaches, grinding, jaw pain. Yeah, I started doing that. And if I feel like it's kind of thinned out my face a little bit more. So we started with that. But anyways, you you look great. You look amazing, by the way. So like, I love the under I need to do more under eye, you guys, because I'm getting like the dark circles. Dark circles like, <laughs> yeah. uh, do you inject yourself? I'm sure you don't, right? You have someone else that injects you, right? I mean, I've had my colleagues do it. But sometimes I'm just like, let me do what I need to do. Okay. See, I think I would be like you. I'd be like, you know what? I know what I'm doing. I know what I want. I could do it myself. <laughs> I know. People are like, that's dangerous. I mean, I, I know what I'm, like you said, I know what I'm trying to do. I just sit there and I can be focused and yeah. Nice. Okay. So when you're seeing your clients, is there like a certain approach that you take? Like, do you let your clients just tell you, hey, I, I don't like this or, or whatnot? Or do you suggest stuff? I do both. So for me, it's always a conversation with my patients. I've been seeing some of the same people for the past nine years. And I tell them every time you come in the chair, we're going to talk about what you're seeing. That's really going to help guide me because if somebody comes in and there's this little line that's like such a big deal to them, I want to make sure we can address that and not just like into them. If that's like their big thing, I want to make sure we can focus on it. But um, what I am thinking about when I look at somebody's face is like, I'm also considering what's beneath the skin. So you might say like something's going on with my cheeks. I'm thinking about the muscles, the fat pads, the bone, how things are changing with aging, with weight loss. Mm. And so a lot of it is conversing with the patients, making sure they can understand what I'm doing, why I'm trying to do it, but really understanding the aging process. So talking to them about where we lose volume, you know, people will start noticing lines just with aging or weight loss from like their under eyes, like kind of split into their cheeks. And then the smile line, so like from the nose kind of curves down and then from the corners of their mouth kind of down. (laughs) I know it's like little details. And so I'll talk with them and I always say, look, the stuff I'm presenting is not to ever be mean. I'm not trying to hurt people's feelings. I'm like, if you're open to it here, I can tell you what I see from, you know, the medical side and how we can approach that. And there's going to be some things that there's just limitations we won't be able to do with Botox and fillers, like non-surgically, but here's how we can achieve X, Y, and Z if we can achieve what they're going for. Yeah. So I think that's super important just to be completely like transparent. I mean, would you ever say to someone like, no, I don't think that's a good idea or do you just do what they what they ask for? Oh no, so <laughs> we definitely have a conversation. If there's something that we don't see eye to eye, I tell the patients like, let's table this today. I want us to both be on the same page if we're doing something. And there's going to be sometimes like if we just, you know, if I'm just like, I really don't think that's going to serve you. Here's why we have those conversations. Like I'm not going to be just like do any and everything I want people to feel beautiful. And most people that come to me, they kind of know my aesthetic already. So I don't get super over the top, like crazy requests. A lot of people that find me, they see my work and they're like, oh, people look like themselves. Like I said, they refresh me. Like that's what I'm going for. Like I want to look like me maybe five years ago where like I wasn't noticing these shadows or now my concealer is not covering what it used to. So most people that find me are like, they already like my aesthetic. Okay. Your style of doing things, right? Where it's like, Mm -hmm. I want to look natural. Like I want to look, like you said, myself, you know, because I don't know, a lot of people might not know this. Okay. But I'm 37. So I started when I was 24. A lot of people come up to me, especially when I have no makeup on and they're like, oh my gosh, you look like you're 28. And I honestly think it's one, because I do my best to take care of myself, especially with like my skincare and Botox and fillers have been a big thing. I feel like it's better to start personally earlier on 
so that you keep that refresh look. So when people start doing it when they need it, it's more noticeable and it's kind of like, oh shit, what did that person do? It depends each style. Like if that's like your thing and you want to look a certain way, then that's what it is. You know what I mean? But for me, it's like, I've always thought of preventing. How can I prevent? I just started also getting Botox here in my neck, you guys. That has been freaking amazing. Okay. Because I was like, something's going on with my neck. I'm starting to notice a little something. Yes. And they put like a bunch of them here, like, like kind of uh -huh. like a corset that she created with Botox, which that's one thing that I was like, dude, it made a huge difference. And then I started getting like the upside down smile, the one you were talking about, like the corner of your mouth. Uh -huh. Now it's starting to come back. Yeah, I need to go see yeah. you. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Anytime we can do it. I know it's just like these little things. I treat patients. I treat everybody, but a lot of my people come like mid twenties to like late forties. Okay. And that's when they're just like, something is going on. Most people mm -hmm. are kind of like, I'm, I'm almost 35. So kind of around our age, you're just like, what's yeah. going on? Like some things are changing. And they're like, I woke up like this. I didn't have these lines. They probably didn't wake up like this, but all of a sudden they see it. Mm -hmm. And like, once you see it, it's kind of hard to unsee it. And that's what prompted me to get stuff too. I have two kids. And after my first one, I breastfed for so long. I like, you know, I gained weight and I lost a bunch of weight from feeding the baby. And like, I just look gaunt. I was like, this is not what I'm used yeah. to seeing. And so uh -huh. that's where I was like, what can I do to like, make me look like myself? And I will tell you, people didn't even know. Like people always think like, I can tell every person that does lip filler. I can tell mm -hmm. anybody that gets Botox. They don't know. Like nobody knew. That's like nobody. My, <laughs> my best friend from like high school, he's like, what do you mean you? He's like, I didn't, I knew you did it to people. Like, I didn't know you were putting it in your face. Yeah. I was like, how do you think I keep showing up looking the same <laughs> as, as high school? Yeah. I think it also has a lot to do with your style or how, how you do it. You know, you don't overdo it. You know, there are people out there that want to look um, done up or, or really change the structure of your face. And that's totally all right. I'm just yeah. that type of person. It's like, I want to just like where I've lost volume. I'm, I'm aging and I want to age gracefully, you know, <laughs> a quote unquote gracefully. <laughs> but I mean, I do, you know, that's just my thing. I'm all about, dude, do your plastic surgery, do whatever the heck you want to do. But it, you know what I really like about you? It sounds like you really care about your patients and making them look the best Aww. versus how much money you can make. You know what I mean? Because if not, you'd say yes to everything and be like, yeah, if that's what you want, whatever. But I think it's all about longevity. It's like, I want to be in this industry for a long time. And yeah. it's literally your name behind all these faces. I love that. I can already tell that about you. So I, I, I love that. <laughs> That's, like I said, I've been treating some of the same people for the past nine years. And then I treat their mom and then their daughter and then their sister and then their best friend. So I treat like families. And then my patients kind of become like a part of my family. It's really nice because I tell my patients like, before they even come into clinic, I already pre-consult with every person like on Zoom. I want to know like kind of what's driving them what are they seeing? Like, tell me about your, what do you do for work? Because I'm going to treat like a person that gets their money from like being on OnlyFans different than somebody that's like, I'm a school teacher. Like I need mm. to know what drives them. What are they seeing? What are they trying to go for? Like the more I know about them, the better I can serve them. So I'm like, I have to like talk with you and know yeah. what's going on. And I probably talk too much to them and I ask too many questions and I explain stuff way no. too much, but I'm like, I'm putting a needle in your face. Like mm -hmm. this is not a random thought. This is not a random product. And like what I do on you could be completely different than your twin sister. I love that you ask about like 
their career, what they do on a daily basis, because it's like you want it to be fitting to what they do. It, it's not like a I, I think that's amazing that you ask so many questions. I, I think that that. Wow. I mean, I, I mean, it's crazy because usually like people do consultations, but they're fairly just quick and straight to the point. But if you're like really like, hey, you're a teacher and you you want to just look refreshed. You know what I mean? Like it, it does change because even if you're on television, like I come out on television a lot. And that's where I started noticing my next situation where I was like, I started seeing myself. I was like, oh, wait, like I turn a certain way and I'm like, I'm not liking that. You know what I mean? And I I don't know. So it's been really helping me. Oh, I just... I don't know. I, I want more. Okay. I'm just, I'm obsessed with this stuff, guys. Whatever. I don't care what anyone thinks. I just feel like it is a part of an investing in yourself for you to feel better. And what I do, you know, on TV, like I need to feel good. Okay. So if you're going to judge me, whatever. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What are some like popular procedures? Like what, what do people come in for most? So I really, I'm like facial injectables. Um, a lot of people come to me for under eyes, under eyes, nose, jaw lines, and then everybody like lips. I do that day in, day out. TMJ Botox, which you kind of mentioned earlier for the jaw pain and then cosmetic Botox. I mean, this is what I do all day. Okay. So one thing I just recently learned as well, Botox 
is basically the name brand, correct? Like there's like I started yeah. doing Disport and Botox. You prefer one versus the other. It's the same thing. It's just different brands, correct? Yeah. We have four in the United States that are currently FDA approved. So we have Botox, Disport, Xeomin, Javeau. I offer Botox, Disport, Xeomin. I've used Javeau. I love it too. I tell patients if you have, like everybody knows Botox because it, they make commercials and stuff. They don't usually know the other brands. I tell patients, oh, okay. try one, see if you have a preference. A lot of people can't tell a difference. They're all FDA approved for three to four months. Some people can. I mean, I can say I, I like Disport, like, but I, I like yeah. them all. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I've tried Botox and I've tried Disport, and now that's what I'm using now, and I really, I really like it. I feel like it kicks in a little faster and it lasts a little longer for me. A lot of people say that. Yeah, I've really liked it. And it, are like lip fillers still super popular? Are people still coming yeah. in a lot for that? Yeah. And the jawline, like, I feel like just the last two years have just got it's gone like freaking bananas. I think people are seeing themselves on camera more. And like when you were saying the part about you seeing yourself on in front of the camera, mm-hmm. that is what helped me like to become a better injector. It's LA. So everybody's on camera and gorgeous people like you will come to me and they're like, I, I see this line. I'm like, I don't see a line. What are you talking about? But when they show me their film or their photos and they're like, I keep getting edited out or look from this angle. I was like, Oh, so I had to like start learning those little details that are really impactful. Uh But now I think, you know, people are seeing themselves on Zoom or whatever, social media, if they're posting and they're starting to see like little things and then the filter, they're like, well, if I filter my face like this, you know, they like the little jawline thing. So nice little defined snatch jawline. You know, I I tried, I I went in once and I asked, I was like, hey, what do you think about me defining a little bit more? And what she had suggested at the time was for me to do I can never pronounce it right. Gypella, Gypella, what is that called? Kybella. Kybella. There you go. So she uh-huh. she suggested that under my chin to get rid of the, that fat. And then we were going to like look at it later. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. I kind of sometimes feel like I want a little bit more. I don't know. The more I look, like you said, on social media, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're on Snapchat or you do like whatever, like, you know, like the front camera just shows you so many different things or even Facetune. Now with damn Facetune, you go in there, you're like, oh, dang, I didn't know I had that. And you're like smoothing everything out. So I think that's also I hadn't thought about that until you said it where I'm like, people are noticing it more. And, and that's why I think this industry is growing as much as it is because of social media. I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard balance because I, you know, again, I get people in there that are just drop dead gorgeous. And I'm like, gosh, and they're seeing you know, like, well, when I filter like this and I'm like, gosh, like sometimes we have those conversations where it's like, maybe not like, you're not going to look exactly like this filter. Even if I put a ton of filler, like you're not going to have no lines at all on your face. So sometimes it's just like, do we want to do this? Like, you know, what is the route that you're really trying to get to? We just have those conversations to make sure. I don't know. I don't want this thing where I'm like, it's not going to be you. You're not going to be happy with this at the end of the day, because we're trying to chase some unrealistic thing to achieve. So mm-hmm. and I, I, now that you mentioned that I, I do have a friend that uses this one filter, I think on Instagram, and she was using it so much that it's just kind of it, it made her obviously want to really look like that. And she went somewhere. And it's so crazy that you said that she went and she said, I want to look like I look with this filter on her lips were a little bit thicker, you know, fuller, I mean, and then her jawline. And they were just like, I think it's just getting way too into people's heads. And I think my personal thing is like, I still want to look like Janae, like cheekies, but I just want to look like rejuvenated, you know? Yeah. But we have to be realistic about it as well and listen to people like, 
listen to your, to your aesthetic nurse, you know, <laughs> and m- listen to them. They know best. Okay. That's my only advice. Um, men, men are also doing it a lot more. I've noticed that they're getting a little bit more comfortable. They're going in for sure for their chins. They're going in for their jawline. Botox. Now guys are getting a little bit more comfortable. Are you seeing more men now? Oh, I had a, a men's Botox party last week. I see men. Oh, yeah. They come awesome. in for, yeah, like it's really cool when they like let me share their stories and put up videos. And a lot of them are very comfortable and they're just like, yeah, I do this for me. Like, I don't like these lines yeah. and they're getting deep. Or my dad has these lines and I don't want to look like I'm so angry. I don't have to look frozen and plastic, but the guys want to look good too. And I mean, I see young, I see old, I see black, white, Latino, like I see everybody. That's what I was going to ask you. Is it more Latino, more white, black guys? Like I see everybody. Like, I, I mean, and I've had guys that come in and I'm like treating them and then they're like, oh, I need to refer my wife. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> it usually is like the wife refers the husband, but um, uh-huh. I, I've seen it both ways and they look like them same, refresh. You wouldn't know they did something, but they just look good. I can even see like the confidence increasing each time I see them and like from their before photos to their after photos, kind of like the little glimmer in their eyes. Like yep. guys want to look like they, they like the masculine jaw. They like, mm-hmm. you know, their nose. They like, and they like Botox and TMJ. I do that a lot too. Nice. See, I'm not mad at that. I think that, that a guy, I love a guy that gets a pedicure and a manicure and wants to go and like get his, you know, his little frown lines done or his crow's feet. You know what I mean? Like I got my boyfriend, Uh, to do it for the first time. I took him to go get his, he wanted like his chin a little bit like more defined and stuff. And he absolutely loved it. He's like, what the heck? Why didn't I know about this before? (laughs) You know? So I think think it's awesome. Does your husband do it? Does he go to you or no? He, so for years, he's always like, don't do stuff. And I'm like, you can do X, Y, Z. He's like, no. And then he started, I get like a lot of skincare from the companies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just can't like use it all. But he kept like walking around with eye patches. And I was like, why do you keep wearing those? And he's like, (laughs) well, you're not using them. So I was like, do you just want like some filler under your eyes? He's like, if you need a before and after for your page. Oh, like, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's so So funny. We did like everything. We did his Botox, we did his eyes, we did his chin. And he's like, I don't see a difference. I'm like, you don't see a difference. <laughs> but everybody <laughs> at his work was like, what'd you guys do? He looks good. Like his yeah. face definitely looks brighter. And yeah, he stopped wearing the eye patches. Thank goodness that guys are getting more comfortable with it because for so long, it's like, you know, I would always hear, especially like in the Latin culture, it's kind of like, no, I want a woman that's natural or not fake, quote unquote. I'm like, what does that even mean first of all like not fake and natural like shut up you're not even gonna notice first of all and now I'm like thank goodness they're more open to it and it's just like dude it's my face I want to look pretty for myself and for you you know but like what's your take on that like someone that would come in and be like well you know I I don't want to look quote-unquote fake everybody says it every day but I think when they I have them really like look at my my stuff beforehand. I want them to understand like what I'm doing, my approach, my pictures. And so then they already know, like, they're like, oh, well, all your people look like themselves. They look fresh. So they always say it. Like, I just want to look like myself. I want to look natural. I don't want to look fake, but they're like, I'm coming to you because I, I see your work. I like your aesthetic. And that's Mm -hmm. what I'm going for. And I'm not saying like, I'm the end all be all, like I'm the beauty master because other people may want something that's even 
less dramatic than I do or more dramatic. And they're going to find like their injector that serves them. So it's really about like doing that research, having those conversations, finding somebody's aesthetic style that you like and that you feel like you can trust. You can ask questions. Yeah. My only thing to those of you that are listening that maybe have not gotten Botox or fillers because of what other people would think or you're afraid. Honestly, it's it's really at the end of the day, your complete choice. Like, I don't think anyone should have a say in it besides like if you want to look a certain way and if you don't want to ever do it, don't do it. That's totally fine, you know, but don't let anyone else come in and tell you not to. Like, I've been doing it for X amount of years and it's been great and I love it. And I think that I'm always going to work towards that. And I always put some money just to the side for it because it's something that makes me happy and I like to invest in myself. But that was just a little something I wanted to also share because it's great to be natural and not get anything done. That's awesome. That's that's amazing. And it's also great if you want to just do whatever you want to do yourself, you know? Exactly. No one should judge personally. That's just, I don't know. Sometimes it just irritates me because it's like, oh, no, you're not natural. Oh, my goodness. I'm just like, oh, whatever. Give him the finger. (laughs) There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer... And a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good. And I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
So what, what is, a, a, like, in your opinion, a good age to start getting Botox or fillers? I, I tell people that's totally up to you, but I will say, like, usually mid to late 20s, early 30s is where a lot of people come. They're starting to notice, like, the lines are faintly getting etched, and they usually are getting annoyed by that. When patients come later in their life, in like late 40s, mid 40s, and if they, you know, haven't taken care of their skin, if they have really deep lines, they they get disappointed when I tell them, look, these lines are etched. Like Botox is not going to make it completely yeah. gone now. Like they're yeah. they've been set in on the skin now. So then they're kind of like, well, what can I do? How do I get rid of them? And that, well, we can't. Like they're there. So preventative. Like I used to think it was a big hoax when I first started, but it works. Like it, you know, if the muscles are not actively making those strong lines, they're never going to get sent in. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons that I actually started Botox was because I was afraid. My whole family has this. It's hereditary. It's um the the line right here. What is it called? The eleven or whatnot? Mm -hmm. Right, be, so right between lines. your eyebrows. Yes. So my grandpa has it. My uncles have it. My my mom, my mom started doing Botox a little later in her life, but she she didn't get it because she started getting like fillers and stuff. So it, she did it right on time before it like stuck. So that was in my head all the time. And I was like, I don't, I don't want that line. I, even some of my cousins have it, you know, and that's one of the reasons I was like, I'm going to start this now because and then the, the under eye, the bags as well. So that's why I started doing under. I have my sister Jackie on it. Like I sent her down to my business partner. I sent her to her. I was like, you need to go and. I think I gave her a gift card for Christmas because she's a mom of four. She's married. So she's always just the kids and this and that. I'm like, girl, you need to take care of yourself. You need to take care of yourself for yourself and for your husband. So she started getting, she did this thing on her under eyes and it looks great because we all, like you have to know, look at your family, look at the elders in your family and be like, okay, that's probably where I'm heading. If I want to prevent that stuff, maybe I should start now. That's my personal opinion. I agree. And I mean, you know, if people don't want to, I get it. Some people are just like, I don't want to do that or whatever. It's a finances thing. Like at the basic, at the very least, I'm like, wear sunblock, use a retinoid. Like, yes, do like the skin stuff because that's also going to take you long, like long term. Oh, for sure. Health. Skincare, you guys, is huge. I have my own skincare line and I've been doing since I was 16. I was just so into like all the 17 magazines and all that stuff. And I just love skincare and I'm so glad that I did because I'm huge on SPF. Like I'm, I'm one to say wear it every single day, even if it's cloudy outside, even if it's winter, yeah. it does not matter. You will save yourself a ton of trouble in the future. <laughs> Again, preventing. I'm all about preventative. One thing that a lot of people ask and I wanted you to clarify a little bit was can Botox and filler be dissolved? I know that filler can, but I don't know about Botox. Botox is not going to be dissolved, but your body, you're going to metabolize it and it's going to wear off in a few months. So in the clinical trials, when they did Botox, they did like 20 units in the frown, 20 in the forehead, 12 on each eye. So it's 64 units. And they measured for most people, it lasts three to four months. So even let's say you get Botox and you're just like, I don't like this. Like, I hate it, which I, like nobody ever says. But if, yeah, no if one ever that works, yeah. <laughs> nobody ever says that. But if you don't like it, it's going to wear off completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, you don't have to do it again. I just tell patients like, it's going to be fine. So you can't reverse it, but it'll come off. It'll wear off. Yeah. That's one thing that I, I've noticed also that when I work out more, my Botox, like it, um, it fades away, you know, a lot sooner, you know, so yeah. I just have to do it a little more often. It's, it's when I'm not like right now, I'm not working out as much as I used to, but when I did, it was just like, boom, like I, you could totally like, I was like, damn, it's already, been, it's only been two months, you know, but it's just, it's basically 
not necessarily like what it's made out of, like sugar, but it's like it metabolizes in yes. your body like sugar. I have friends that it lasts anywhere from three to even five months. It just all depends. So, yeah. um, but I know for sure filler, you can dissolve, right? Like with some type of solution or something like that, like lips and stuff, right? Yes. So we can use, it's an enzyme called hyaluronidase or hyalinex. And so it's, it's like a clear liquid and we can inject it and it'll break down filler. So oh. I can talk about like the important, like safety stuff behind filler, just because uh-huh. I do think there's a lot of like, I always see these on social media where people are like, you're going to go blind with filler or it's always going to migrate. Yeah, because that's what I was going to tell you, like a little bit more information, because these are the two biggest misconceptions. It's the migration, the filler migration. Like, is it going to move? Is it? Yes. Am I going to become blind if I do filler underneath my eye? Another one was what are the side effects, like long term side effects? Can you clarify a little bit on that? Yeah. So we'll go through it. So I tell people safety wise. You, what we want to do when we're doing fillers or what I'm looking for as an injector and like any experienced, like skilled injector should be looking for is making sure that we're not blocking off blood flow. That can happen if we're putting too much filler into an area or into a blood vessel and then blood can't like pass through. So what it would look like is like the person wouldn't have the normal color on their skin. It almost looked like pale or like gray. So that would be an indication if the patient's having really extreme pain that would be an indication because they're not getting the blood flow or if they're having any vision issues, that would also be an indication of like, there's something wrong. This is super rare. I have worked in this for nine years and I've never had to like dissolve anybody in any emergent reason. But I tell my patients, I'm constantly looking every single time I touch you, like I'm looking at your skin to assess and make sure things are normal. Blood is flowing. We're not blocking off blood flow. Okay. to the eyes, to the face. Mm. If anything ever looks weird, that's where you want to make sure your provider has the hyaluronidase, several vials on hand. I carry 16 to 20 vials in my office always to just be able to dissolve the filler if I needed to in any emergent reason. I think people make it like it's going to happen all the time. I'm like, I've done this day in and day out for nine years. I've worked in large group practices. I've never seen this in my like practices with my, my my colleagues so it can happen because it's a medical procedure but this is not super commonplace okay have you ever personally hit a blood vessel oh i mean i hit blood vessels every single day with like every, as soon as i poke the skin but it's not hitting the blood vessel to like uh, inject filler in where it's blocking blood flow so never in any emergent reason but i mean i can put the needle in with botox right now and like hit this blood vessel and it bleeds it bleeds, it bruises. So it's really like seeing somebody that is not overdoing it. So the risky thing is like, if we put a ton of filler into one area at one time, and that's where blood can't pass through, but like hit a blood vessel, we probably, we hit blood vessels every single time we're poking the skin. Cause there's so many on the face. They're like completely covered in the face. Yeah, because the reason I was asking, and I don't know what this is called, you'll probably be able to explain it better for me, but I went to go get these small little strings underneath my eye because I've done the PRP, which is they remove your blood and then it's like your own, it's your plasma or something like that they put in your eye. So I've done filler and then I went in with her to do the, the strings and she hit something and I had a black, literally 
my eye swelled up. It was swollen. And then I had a black eye, like black eye all over my, my eye was red. So obviously she's like, it happens. It was great after everything went away. Like I love the results, but like, what did she hit? (laughs) So she hit like a blood vessel. So it's just like a bruise for that. So sometimes it can be like a bigger bruise or a small bruise. So that can depend on like how big our needles are. If somebody comes in and they've been on blood thinners, if they've been drinking recently, they're more likely to bleed and bruise. Mm. So I'm not worried about bruises. I tell people, I'm like, you're going to be bruised. Like I'm using a needle. This is going to happen. I'm trying to make sure we're not blocking off blood flow. Like we're having normal tissue perfusion. And really, like I said, if you think about the body's museum, I don't know if you've seen that, but they have like all, like you can show you like all the vasculature. It's everywhere. Every, it's our whole face is covered. You just want to make sure your provider knows there are like more high risk areas that we inject, especially when we're injecting some of these higher risk areas, like where the blood vessels connect behind the eye. You want to make sure we're not, you know, not overdoing it, using products that you can dissolve going slow. So making sure like you have these conversations with your provider, I I think some of it is there's the fear mongering side where people think every, you know, as soon as you get Botox and fillers, you're going to go blind. And then there's a side where people just don't even know that it's a possibility, Mm -hmm. like that this is a medical procedure and they just think, oh, this is like going to get a haircut. Like it's still a medical procedure. So I'm like, you want to know who you're seeing, making sure they're licensed, making sure you know where they're getting this product and this product is FDA approved and, you know, just be safe. Yeah. I think it's just informing yourself, asking lots of questions to your, like she said, to your provider and just knowing at the end of the day, like we have veins, we have blood vessels, we have so many things, especially in our face, but like it's happened to me. I bruised, I got a black eye. I was totally fine. It went away. It's basically a big ass bruise. And then I love the results though. I loved it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it again. (laughs) I was scared. Yeah. Honestly, I'm like, it's totally fine. We're we're absolutely fine. Now, have you heard anything about like long-term effects, like something that can happen or like anything like that? I haven't. And I've had patients that have been using it over 20 years. Some other countries have had it before us and they've been using it and they just look really great. Um, yeah. They're really happy. Especially <laughs> they're Europeans. Really happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brazilians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I haven't heard anything. Like I said, I've had people been using this over 20 years. Neither have I, like, honestly. So I was just, I'm like, I'm just going to ask just so that anyone that's listening knows. And I'm telling you, I I love this industry. So I'm going to be the first one to say, go get it. Go do it. Like, that's why, like, I'm like, I can look at someone. And if they ask me, I'm straight up. I'm like, okay, yeah, I think you need this and this and that. I feel like all I need to know, I need to go to school for all those years. But I can be like, this is where you need it. You know, like, I'm just, I have an eye for it. And you do like, you do like makeup and stuff. Those are like makeup artists. They really are artists, photographers. They really have good eyes for, for this oh, stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> my makeup artist will tell me, I won't even tell him or her I did this. And they're like, oh my God, the contour looks better today because I started doing yeah. my cheeks. I'm like, oh yeah, I did this. And they're like, oh my God, I could totally tell. They love it because it's so much easier to contour your face, to just define it. So yeah, I mean, even my boyfriend, he's a photographer, so he sees it all, which is weird because I'm like, how did you not ever go in yourself to do it? But I think he was just shy. So I think he was like, I needed you in my life to take me. And talking about men, are there, I feel like the industry, the aesthetic world is mainly women as far as like providers. Is that correct? It's more female dominant. I mean, I used to work with a male provider, mm-hmm. but it's it's really like female dominant, which I mean, I kind of like, I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, my other, the guy that I used to work with, he's great. Like he's injected me, but sometimes I think like seeing a woman, like we get the women problems. I don't know. Like we're trying to, we're all trying to do the same highlighter in the same plate, you know? Mm -hmm. I prefer a woman. I don't know why, but I feel like women are more gentle as well. And like we have the eye and, and we want to look still like feminine. You know what I mean? Like that's just me personally. I don't know. So do you know of any like future, like, what do you think of future trends? Do you think like what will become like super popular in a couple of years? I think Botox is going, there's going to be one coming out that like lasts longer. So I think okay. that'll be a thing. I just think like the natural aesthetic will continue to like take present, like more and more people will be like, oh, like you can look natural and do it. And it doesn't have to be this super overdone, super dramatic thing where you change your face. I think that is just going to keep being highlighted is like mm -hmm. more people, you, me, like we're talking about what we've done and, and people can say, oh, wow, they look normal. I think yeah. that's going to help. Yeah, for sure. I am so glad we had this conversation. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and being so open. And before you go, can you please share your social media? Do you have a website? Like where can people find you? Definitely. Thank you. So I'm Janiel. My Instagram and my TikTok are Janiel. It's G-I-N-I-L-L-E underscore N-P. That sounds for a nurse practitioner. And then JanielBeauty.com is my website. So I'm in Santa Monica. I would love to connect with you guys. Say habla español un poco. Love so, it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. There you guys, you guys can find her. She's beautiful she's like you guys heard her she's awesome and i think that if you are a first timer looking to get it she will ask you every question and answer any question that you may have so that you feel safe you definitely made me feel good so i'm sure the people that are listening feel the same way and before we go you guys um as always i have a motivational monday quote and the quote is, I can't think of any better representation of beauty than someone who is unafraid to be herself. So don't be afraid. Go out and do what you want. Okay. If you want Botox, do it. If you want fillier, bigger lips, you want a different, no, whatever, just do what's going to make you happy. <laughs> F when everyone else thinks. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> but Janelle, thank you so much. You guys, thank you for listening. I will catch you guys next Monday. Catch me next Monday. I love you guys. Y besitos de las dos. Blow them kisses, Janelle. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> And guys, I want to let you know there's a brand new way for us to keep in touch. You can now leave me a voice memo directly through the iHeartRadio app. Just click the microphone at the top of the Cheekies and Chill podcast homepage within the iHeartRadio app. And if you don't already have the app, you can download it for free. Your questions and comments could be featured in a future episode. So feel free to let me know what's on your mind. This is a production of iHeartRadio and My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcasts and follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... 
It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer, contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.